Floyd, and you are listening to Moved by Grace Counseling Radio. Hello, happy Monday, and welcome to the podcast. My name is Anna Boyd, and I'm a licensed professional counselor, a registered drama therapist, a registered yoga teacher, and a PhD candidate in mind-body medicine with a specialization in integrative mental health. My podcast supplies nuggets of information regarding innovative and somatic approaches to mental health treatment. So in just 10 minutes each episode, we talk about topics such as creative therapy, neuroscience and play, the mind-body connection, and alternative approaches to psychotherapy. So without further ado, we're going to jump right into the topic of the day. Now, as you know, this season is all about emotions, self-esteem, and identity. And it is World Mental Health Day, so I do want to acknowledge that. And I will provide some resources in the show notes if you are looking for support. Um, We are all in this together. You are not alone in whatever it is that you're facing. And if you need support, there are resources available. Today, I want to discuss a topic that's pretty close to my heart and my, um, my interest, and it is the interconnectedness of physical pain and emotional pain. So with that said, we're going to start off with an example here. So close your eyes if you want to. If you're driving, try not to do that, but I'd like you to think about a time where you were stressed emotionally. Maybe this is from the last week. Maybe it's a significant event in your history. Maybe it's an argument that you had with a loved one. Maybe it's a time that you lost a job. Or maybe you were just very overworked and overwhelmed. I would like to think that it's pretty common knowledge that emotional pain can often manifest as physical pain. So with the example that you're recalling, do you remember experiencing headaches, muscle tension, brain fog? There is an ample amount of upcoming research connecting the neurological evidence that these two types of pain can be processed similarly within our pain perception. So a professor of mine within my university detailed that pain is influenced by expectation, attitude, and culture. So pain can arise when our values, beliefs, our life choices do not match up with the expectations of those around us, whether that is friends, colleagues, or family. Now we're conditioned to think that our perceptions are wrong, are distorted, when usually they are just different. You're coming from a different worldview, a different lens of life, a different perspective. And when these conflicting ideas and beliefs are not met with humility, empathy, and or understanding, boom, we have a perfect recipe for emotional pain. Now our bodies and brains are highly intelligent and are wired to protect us from harm, both emotionally and physically. I mean, think about addiction. 
if one's mind is tormented by a self-deprecating thought life and adverse life experiences, substances can temporarily halt the mind in order to avoid the emotional or physical pain that we may be experiencing. Now, research is showing that our brains do not know the difference between emotional and physical pain, that the thoughts that we have create electric impulses in our brains. These messages are sent to cells that dictate our body's operational systems to protect. And then boom, the sympathetic system is online. If our minds sense threat, our bodies elicit stress hormones. We go into fight or flight, the energy can typically be released. Whether that's in a maladaptive coping mechanism or we are able to express ourselves in a healthy manner, that's neither here nor there. The idea here is that those stress hormones are releasing that energy. But if we go into freeze or the shutdown mode or stonewalling, these stress hormones build up within our soft tissue waiting to be expelled. So a myriad of things can happen here, especially if this chronically happens over time. Blood flow can become constricted, causing our bodies to literally cry out. Thus, we have physical pain. I'm reminded of the saying, the only way out is through. If we continue to use coping strategies that avoid the pain, all we're doing is prolonging the process and often making it worse for ourselves and those around us. So what do we do? Here are some of my answers. <laughs> I know that this is a larger topic, but when it comes to my line of work, I have recognized that when we can create space to allow ourselves to acknowledge the pain, things like movement, running, stretching, yoga, that can treat the body physically. That can allow that energy to be expelled. Other tools like meditation, therapy, prayer, those are spaces to release emotional pain. Things done in tandem or behavioral activation can create space for both. Going walking with a mentor or friend, taking your dog for a walk, enjoying a hot bath, calling a friend or family member, you know, the typical recommended self-care guidelines. Then we have another realm, and that is creativity. Creativity and art are physical expressions and manifestations of emotional experiences. A friend of mine were in the park the other day, and we ran across a quote that stated, Art should comfort the disturbed and disturb the comfortable. How many times have you resonated with a song about heartbreak? or seen a movie that didn't follow like a typical hero's journey, where there's a moment of apparent defeat. We are all the same in the fact that we feel emotional and physical pain, but we must have space to release it and emotional connections to help us process it. So to wrap up this topic, the way that our brain interprets pain does not know the difference between emotional and physical pain. 
we then have a responsibility and we are wired to be able to do this to acknowledge the pain to express the pain both physically and emotionally or threaten to allow this pain to bottle up within us creating first of all just a very unpeaceful inner torment or as uncomfortable as it is we can choose to move through the pain express the pain process the pain empathize with the pain create some compassion for the pain that you are experiencing and create space to start anew not to say that it is okay that these things happen to you or to diminish your grievances but we must find a way to process the pain or else we carry it with us not only in our minds y'all but physically we carry it in our bodies and imagine how that might come out sideways so <laughs> that is going to wrap up our topic for the day again i will add some resources in the show notes for not only mental health resources but also some of the studies that i have found um, on this emotional and physical pain and all of the interconnected nuances between the two um if you have any thoughts ideas resources recommendations feel free to send them my way and as always thank you for being here i look forward to meeting with you again next monday